Hey team, welcome back to the NBA Junior Show, where we give you all the information you need to be successful betting on the NBA. We have our usual three-game breakdown for you tonight, so let's get into it and make some money. Just want to start the episode by apologising for not having a podcast up yesterday. I just had a look at the games with only three on the schedule. Just didn't really like any of the games or the spreads for them, and it turned out to be good. I was leaning towards maybe putting up the Hornets against the Cavs, but the Cavs absolutely smashed them, so that would have been a really poor pick, and why? hence why I avoided it. All right, so we'll start today. We have our three usual three-game breakdown for you today. We'll start with our head-to-head pick of the day with the Utah Jazz at the Dallas Mavericks. So we'll start with the Mavericks fundamentals. They are currently 5-8 and eight to start this season and 8-5 and five against the spread. Currently have an offensive rating of 107.68, which is good for 20th, and a defensive rating of 112.79, which is 25th. Wesley Matthews, Dirk Nowitzki will be both be missing with injuries for them. Onto the Jazz Fundamentals, they are 7-6 and six to start the season and also 7-6 and six against the spread. They have an offensive rating of 112.16, which is 9th, and a defensive rating of 109.2, which is 12th. Raul Neto is the only absentee for them this evening. So the Jazz may be starting to get things together after they finally beat their early season boogie team, the Grizzlies, after they dropped the first two of the three meetings against them. For a team noted for its defensive prowess, it's been their offense that's been their strength this season, with their defense slipping from where it was last year. They've slowly been grinding their way back up the defensive rankings, however, and if they can maintain their offensive improvements, we could finally see this team get to where we expected them to be at the start of the season. The struggles in their early season could be that their team is heavily reliant on playmaking for both Rubio and Mitchell. Both have missed time with niggly injury, which has hurt them in a few of their opening games. The Mavs are starting to mesh as a team, beating the Bulls on the road. Even without Wes Matthews, has probably been their most consistent offensive threat outside of Donkic. Harrison Barnes continues to struggle, returning from that quad injury, and the Mavs really need his production if they're going to turn their season around. We saw it took him a couple, a month or two to fully return to form from his previous injury, so hopefully this can be replicated here and he can get back to where he was. The Jazz are by far the better team here and should take care of the Mavs on the road. The Mavs offense has struggled this season at times, and with the Jeff defense continually improving, they should also be able to cover the four-point spread here with ease. For the total points in this game, we like the overplay here at 214.0. As we mentioned, the Jazz offense has been much improved this season and the faltering Mavs defense should not provide any resistance there. The Mavs have also been putting up points as well with a team comprising of good offensive talent and Rick Carlisle has always had a productive offensive system. So we feel that over here should cover with ease. So on to our second game of the day. We have our head-to-head pick of the day here with the Pelicans traveling to Minnesota to play the revamped Timberwolves. We'll start with the Pelicans fundamentals. They are 7-6 and six to start the season and 6-7 and seven against the spread. They currently have an offensive rating of 114.51, which is 5th, and a defensive rating of 110.77, which is 20th. Alfred Payton and Nikola Mirotic are still out for them with those niggling injuries. So the Pelicans have stopped the bleeding now after they went on that five-game losing slide. They appear to have figured out how to play without Alfred Payton, who was surprisingly essential for this team, who lacked depth and playmaking. 
They've also been winning their past couple without Nikola Mirotic, with Julius Randle slotting in as a suitable replacement in terms of his production. I think all this speaks to the greatness of Anthony Davis, who can adapt his game to the personnel on the court, playing inside when Mirotic is out there to space the floor, and then outside when Randle is in there clogging the lane. They've been getting nice contributions from all their rotation players and look set to be a solo playoff team if they can just finally all get healthy. So the Timberwolves will be playing their first game with all their new personnel after finally reading the team of the toxic presence of Jimmy Butler. Carl Towns finally looks to be back to producing at the level we expect from the All-Star as he seemed out of touch to start the season. With all the drama surrounding the team, you can understand why he would be going through this. So it's hard to project how the Covington and Sarich will fit into this team. Even though they have the skill sets the Wolves need, it's hard to imagine they will be better without Butler. So we projected Pelicans to get be the better team here, especially with the Wolves working in those new personnel. They should get the win here on the road, and with only a single point to cover, do that as well. So for the total points in this game, the line hasn't been released yet, but we'll almost, uh, almost certainly go with the over here. The Wolves have been giving up a huge point totals all season, and you would expect this to continue with the loss of their best perimeter defender in Butler. The Pelicans have also been giving up large point totals, but more as a result of the pace, the fast pace the team plays at. All right, so we'll move on to our final game of the day here. We have our over-under pick of the day in this one. So this one we have the Miami Heat traveling to Brooklyn to play the depleted Brooklyn Nets. We'll start with the Heat fundamentals. They are 5-8 and eight to start the season and also 5-8 and eight against the spread. They currently have an offensive rating of 108.36, which is 19th, and a defensive rating of 110.54, which is also 19th. Dwayne Wade, James Johnson, and Dion Waiters are all out for the Heat tonight. Onto the Brooklyn Nets, they are 6-8 to start the season and 7-7 against the spread. They have an offensive rating of 109.95, which is 13th, and a defensive rating of 112.01, which is 23rd. Jared Allen is questionable for them tonight, and Karis Levert and Trevon Graham are both out with injury. So while it looks as though the Heat have missed out on the Jimmy Butler sweepstakes, it may actually be a blessing in disguise for the team. Josh Richardson, who is expected to be the centrepiece of the deal, is having a career season on both ends of the court, shooting the ball at a better than league average, and is also one of the top guard defenders in the league. The remainder of the Heat team has also been productive, considering they have been riddled with injuries. Rodney Magruder went from being a fringe NBA player to one of the more effective wings in the league. And for all of his flaws, what Hassan Whiteside does well, he does really well, which is protect and finish around the rim like no other centre in the league. The Nets caught a huge break this season with what looked like a devastating injury to Karis Levert, turning out to be just a minor dislocation with no surgery required. Levert has been a revelation for the team this season, and has been much of the reason for their early season success and the hopes this franchise has for the future. He will still miss a significant amount of time this season, however, so if the Nets are going to to stay in playoff contention, they are going to need bigger contributions from Alan Crabb and Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench to make up for the lost production of Levert. This will take some adjustment, however, and the Heat should be able to take advantage of this on the road here today. The line is only two points here, so with a win, we would almost expect the Heat to cover there as well. So for the total points in this game, this is our over-under pick of the day here, with us really favouring the under play here at 219 and a half. 
The Nets will really miss Levert's offensive production and have been prone to going on long stretches in games without scoring as it is. The Heat offense has also been below league average, so that coupled with their strong defense should keep the points low in this game. That's going to do us for another episode of the NBA Genius Show. Make sure you follow us on our social media channels at the NBA Genius. You would have seen that I posted up our explanation for not posting yesterday um, on there. So if you don't follow us on there, you, you should if you want to keep updated. Also check out the website, thembagenius.com, and make sure you subscribe to us if you want to hear more. Thank you again, and we'll speak to you tomorrow.